Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Have you been afraid to dip a toe in the world of Dynasty Fantasy Football? Have you heard about Dynasty Fantasy Football on one of the National Redraft pods, and now you're curious to join a league? Do you not know where to start or how to get better? Are you looking for a place to ask questions, questions that maybe would make you feel like you would get put down on social media? We all have, or I should say we all used to feel that way until we started patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone it's where new dynasty gamers intermediate dynasty gamers and the ultra sharp dynasty gamers all converge to come and hang out and talk football 24 7 no really it's a 24 7 group chat thanks in part to the best international patrons in football i'll put our group in our group chat up against any group chat in dynasty fantasy football period it's a place of community, it's a place of interaction, it's a place where you'll get better at Dynasty Fantasy Football with so many like-minded people looking to destroy their Dynasty Leagues. And get in while the getting's good. You know I love value. And you'll have a hard time getting better value for your money than with Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone right now. We'll be introducing a tiered Patreon, which is something commonly found on Patreon, to allow each Dynasty Gamer to choose what level of support they want with their Dynasty teams. But all tiers will be included for those that join at the current and historical rate of $5 a month from now through July 31st. That's about two weeks to lock in the old rate between now and July 31st. Now, every podcast has given you player valuations, but there are so few shows that focus on how to actually build a roster. That's where I take what I do on the Fantasy Fixer Upper and really go into a deep dive on strategy, how-tos, and overall advice on building and sustaining a roster from your startup, to your rebuild, and to your championship. There's an entire archive of over 100 mostly strategic-based pods, and there's more on the way. There's also information and how-tos for aspiring podcasters. We have three of our patrons that are creating content for their patron mates right now. They have also worked with me behind the scenes on how to start a show, do's and don'ts for podcasters, how to attain sponsors, and much, much more. One-on-one -on -one time with me is another thing that we do at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, and being a patron is the only way to make it on the Fantasy Fixer Upper. But it's not all about the show. I trade DMs with all patrons, do one-on-ones via telephone, and more. You said you wanted to get better. So take advantage now before rates and tiers change in August over at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. There's no better time than now to join. So what are you waiting for? What's happening, guys? Happy Wednesday and welcome to the Dynasty Warzone, the People's Dynasty Podcast brought to you by the DWZ Football Network and BetUS.com on this week's show. We're going to ask, what are you doing with fill in the blank soon in Dynasty? But I'll tell you who I can't do without. That is my co-host. He is the man of the hour and the man 
with the power. Jerry Sinclair, buddy, how's it going? It is going, my friend. Uh, fantastic intro, as usual. How are you doing? Looking you know, handsome as ever. You got you, you got the hat you know, ready. I'm, I'm beat. Uh, I'm, I'm tired. I uh, had to get up super early for work. Uh, we got a lot of podcasting to do. But uh, I didn't ask you. You know, I noticed Sparty over your shoulder there. I didn't ask you how you felt about that beatdown. Yeah, the from the the Purdue the Purdue Boilermakers about an hour and fifteen minutes from where I sit currently. Tough, uh, tough, tough sledding, kid. Yeah, it sucked a lot. I was not a super fan of it. So hopefully they can just beat the Buckeyes, even though I'm not going to be betting on that. But that would make me uh, one of the happiest people on the planet if they could pull that miracle off. Purdue's not going anywhere, but they are playing Dream Crusher. Uh, I'm, I've actually got a uh, one-off connection to David Bell, uh, a gentleman that I'm proud to call my mentor in business. When he retired, he was a, an assistant basketball coach for the Warren Central basketball team, where Mr. Bell also starred as a hoops player at Warren Central before going full-time with football at Purdue. It is. Uh, I'm going to lean on that relationship and uh, try to ask if we can get Mr. Bell on the podcast during rookie draft season. Look at this guy. Hey, man, it's it's at least a start. It's a, it's at least a it's a at least a start to uh, to maybe a big off season. And Jerry, wouldn't that just be one of the many reasons you'd want to apply to our Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel? I I would say that is a damn good reason to do it. And you know what? I mean, I don't can't guarantee. I can't promise David Bell. He may tell my 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 friend to go <laughs> screw himself. A, yeah, but right. but. The rookie content is literally going to start the day after the Super Bowl. Like, it's not going to be like Super Bowl, every other Dynasty podcast, every other Debbie podcast. They'll take their foot off of the accelerator, and we're going to smash it to the floor. We're going to go 100%. We're working on things behind the scenes. Uh, but things that are going on right now that you don't want to miss before rookie season, go ahead and subscribe. You won't miss a thing. Waiver wire sniping. It drops every Saturday. And, uh, Jerry, do you know what next Tuesday is? Randy, what is next Tuesday? It is going to be our one-size-fits-all YouTube extravaganza. It's the uh, the, the Thanksgiving, uh, a very DWZ Thanksgiving. Now, we've already got confirmation that it's going to be you, both Kyles. That's the, that's the good Kyle from the Fantasy Football Smackdown. Evil Dr. Kyle. Dallas from the Rookie Rundown. Tyler and Lou from the Daily Destroyer DFS show. Uh, as well as maybe a couple of others. And we're going to go through here next Tuesday night. It's going to be one big video. Now, don't worry. You might say to yourself, Memphis, Jerry, I consume these podcasts in podcast. It's cool. I'm going to go through. I'm going to edit each show out. And you can get it all early and mostly ad-free, two-and-a-half-hour-plus-ish version on Tuesday night, all via YouTube, live stream. But we will make sure you have uh, podcasts along the way. And I'll probably do, uh, so, so we'll still do football, football Sunday school, Jerry. But one time, one time only, very special edition of the fabulous Big Bet with just me and a one-time limited edition return of the People's Propcast. That'll be next Saturday before the Sunday action, so a lot going on at the DWZ, but if you just go over to YouTube, search Dynasty Warzone, Jerry, you get all this for free. Easy. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, man. 
is there a better value in uh, in all of dynasty fantasy football than that? Absolutely not. But listen, it's it's one click. It's one click. It's what you know. What I'll do, I will. Uh, I will do it in time for the next Tuesday's show. I will include a link to the YouTube in the show notes. So currently now in the in the show notes, there's a link to all of our sponsors. But I'll even add a link to the YouTube so that you, the podcast, you're like, well, you know, I got to go here and then so, no, I'm going to add you a hyperlink in the show notes. You're already listening on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever. You can hit pause. You can go to the show notes. Boom, hyperlink. Go there, subscribe. You won't miss a thing. There you go, Jerry. I'm real proud of myself. I did about 10 minutes of promoting in about four and a half. So uh, let's get into it, Jerry. Our favorite segment, good people, bad tweets. And this person, I'm hoping, hoping to get on, speaking of guests, I'm hoping to get this person on as a guest as well. Uh, We follow each other on Twitter. We have several mutual friends it is the world-famous Cooter Doodle. She runs the uh, Fantasy Life, Life app, like kind of like the marketing person behind that for Matthew Barry. Uh, are you familiar, familiar with Cooter? Uh, I Ms. think Ms. everybody. Doodle? <laughs> if you're nasty? Ms. Doodle. Uh, I think anybody that doesn't live under a rock and is on fantasy community Twitter at all definitely knows who she is. She has, She's everywhere. Well, and, and deservedly she, so, too, while we're at it. Uh, you know what? She is one of the the people that when you see her on your Twitter feed at Cooter Doodle, you actually will bring a smile to your face. Now I I've got to cut out the f bombs. I got the warning from the good folks at YouTube, so we got to be very. That's, that's we gotta, why we got the warning. <laughs> we, that's why we got the warning. We got. I, I thought it was about the gambling. It's not. It's about the f bombs. So we got to okay. be very trepidatious because these are live streamed. Um, but I'm going to read Cooter Doodle's tweet from November 11th. Let me mother effing settle something once and for all. Milk first, cereal second. And here's some of the rationale. Assures you don't put spoiled milk in your cereal. Assures you don't pour cereal to only realize there is no milk in your fridge. Eliminates soggy cereal problems. Good for your bones, more IDK or more I don't know. Like I said, when we first brought up her good, good name, Cooter Doodle, she is a joy on Twitter. But she is a good person, Jerry. This is a horrendous tweet. Okay. It's always it's always cereal first, milk second. And I'm going to let you uh, take the floor before I mini rant. I am a person that loves his cereal, too. When I was growing up, I couldn't cook a lick. So I was boring and I just, listen, I am, I am all about the cereal life and never in my entire life have I poured the milk first, nor would I ever. It is borderline heretical to even consider doing that. I don't, I, so like, what, what's your favorite cereal, Randy? Let's start with that first. So then, so we can discuss this soggy cereal conundrum that we have to talk about. I'm going to solve that for you. My favorite cereal uh, is probably peanut butter, Captain Crunch. A very, very, very close second is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. Now, believe it or not, like I I used to love really boring Tony the Tiger Frosted Flakes. So that would be my top three. I know. I know. I see. If you're not watching live on YouTube, you just missed Jerry's face. But those are my favorite three. Sue me. 
So like, so mine is Fruity Pebbles, which is like the, the, the top of the line gets soggy pretty quick cereal. But even if it gets soggy, then you can get a spoonful that is like a shovel. Like it, it, it's, it's six to seven inches high and you can just jam it into you and it's wonderful. Under no circumstance would I ever want to put milk in and then pour any other cereal on top. I don't know. That's, that's, that's I'm, blasphemous. I'm gonna refute that's blasphemous. It's heretical. I this might be the the best person with the worst tweet that we've had, and we've had some bad ones. And and, and and again, this is this is nothing fantasy football related. No. I'm just going to squash this with two simple facts: facts, not opinions. Facts. You ready? Facts. One. Here's why you don't pour pour the milk for first because you can't maximize the amount of cereal that goes in the bowl. You have to literally fill the bowl up as full as it will go with cereal and very, Jerry, it's the word of the show, trepidatiously, very trepidatiously add milk until that first piece of cereal rolls over the edge. That's the right ratio of cereal to milk. That's number one. Number two, eliminate soggy cereal problems. Uh -uh, There is no soggy cereal problems because you eat that stuff so damn fast, it never even has a chance to get soggy. This is why this is a bad tweet. You cannot maximize your milk to cereal ratio because here's the thing. I know someone's driving a car, going to work, you know, to pay the bills and, and, and do all that. I dig it. And they might say, well, just pour a second bowl. Also, and ain't how it works because then you feel like a fat ass. No. When someone asks you, what would you have for breakfast? I had one bowl of cereal. <laughs> you ain't got to tell them it's a mixing bowl. I mean, listen, it's, sometimes it is it, – it is necessary to add a little bit extra in there. Sometimes you put a little too much milk and you got to hit it with a little sprinkle. You know what I'm talking about? So I won't judge. That's fine. See, but I I got a little more belly meat than you do. So, so it's understandable. Is it easier to add more milk or is it easier to add more cereal? Oh, you add, you add more cereal for me. No, you, you, you fill the bowl full of cereal jam packed. Just, it could be like a tablespoon full of milk. I don't care. See, I'm a person that pours a lot of milk, though. So, like, the reason I eat a second bowl is usually because I got too much milk, and I'm lactose intolerant. But I just ignore that entirely. So you probably eat, you. We're gonna we're gonna spiral down a rabbit hole. But, yes, but for are. you to say, for for you to think that there's a, a better ratio of milk to cereal than one full bowl. No, 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 no. There's not. Just for the second bowl. Just for the second consumption. That's All right. Why. I, I'm starting to think this. That is one of the stupidest statements I ever heard. In my life. <laughs> Listen, I love you, and I love Cooter. We're going to invite her on the show. She can defend this take herself. People, trust me, I'm I'm a grizzled veteran, not only in Dynasty, but in life. Cereal, then milk. You can always add more cereal. Excuse me, you can always add more milk. But there's this way you, you have one bowl of cereal. But anyway, that was good people with bad tweets brought to you by our friends at BetUS. Uh, if you're into gaming... I know a lot of sites, and I don't know how they do it, like uh, Underdog, and they're doing these prop bets. I don't know how they're getting away with it, but if you want to work with a true gambling professional, go to BetUS.com if that's what you're into. Uh, Maybe you don't live in a state as sophisticated as Indiana or Michigan as it relates, because we're not that sophisticated, trust me, as it relates to the gaming world. 
then check out BetUS.com. You use promo code MEMPHIS, you're going to get a bonus on sign-up, and you can get an even larger bonus if you sign up with crypto. That's our friends over at BetUS.com. Come bet with us, BetUS.com, promo code MEMPHIS. All right, Jerry, let's get into the meat and taters of this show. So, Jerry, we're to that point. And I know that it almost is like a like redraft eve. Like everything has like a not only a redraft feel, but it feels like everyone's acting like redraft. Are you feeling that in your dynasty leagues? Because we're in a few Ab- together. Ab- absolutely. And we we've had this conversation before. Um, we were talking about Corderell Patterson. You know what? I know he's banged up currently. Thursday night game. Yeah, I, I get it. But the minute that like him who's like the, the one-hit wonder. You know, he's going to have a, a great season, and he's going to disappear into the random P section under Patterson for fantasy relevance, you know, kind of like uh, like Millie Vanilli. He'll just be like in the random M file for Millie Vanilli. He'll be in the random P file for Corderell Patterson. But, like, right now you can maximize. You can probably get a second for him from a contender, especially if he plays on Thursday or if he takes Thursday off and bounce back and plays next week. But literally, I'll just use the Cooper Cup. We've done this before. What could you get for Cooper Cup right now in a dynasty league? An absurd amount. Whatever could you, you could, want for the could most you, part. Could you get two firsts and Eli Moore for him right now today? Pretty damn close, depending on the person, I would bet. And come the Super Bowl, or actually come week 18 when the dynasty season's over and we're just watching playoff football, are you getting multiple firsts and a young player? No, you're getting 105. And that's exactly how it works. This, for veteran players, one-hit wonder players, you're never going to get more than than you are today. So that's kind of where we are. We want to talk about these guys. I, I picked, I hand-selected four guys because some of them have gotten good news. Some of them have gotten bad news. Some of them I have no idea what to do with. But that's why I'm here with my homie, the man of the hour, the man with power. So, Jerry, the first guy, one of the guys that, if I remember correctly, may have been one of your guys, Mr. A.J. Dillon. Um, Going to see an expanded role. Had a great game on Sunday. Aaron Jones went down. MCL injury. I'm hearing one to two weeks. I know the Packers are a conservative medical staff, especially with them currently in the number one spot. So I could even see them stretching that out to like two or three weeks. So A.J. Dillon... First and foremost, what are you doing with Mr. Dillon? In in Dynasty, forget redraft because yeah, you'll want him. He, he, he might be a league winner, or he might be the guy who leapfrogs you to the playoffs. But from a Dynasty standpoint, A.J. Dillon, give me something good. Outside of being a true championship contender, I'm selling A.J. Dillon. Um, so prior to me checking the show sheet, I actually picked him as my person to trade away. Uh, luckily for me, I actually did a little preparation for this show today you know uh, a broken clock is right twice a day i guess you, Randall. great job so <laughs> so if you're not a championship contender what is the purpose of aj Dillon? right like he he looked good don't get me wrong aaron jones is under contract and aaron jones is under contract until 2024 uh, he's got dead cap hits for six million in 2023, nine million next year. He's not going anywhere. So, at what point is AJ Dillon going to be in your lineup where he's going to be getting a workhorse 
workload. Like it, it, it's, it's right now. And this is the only time that it is going to happen. Otherwise, you're dependent yet again on an Aaron Jones injury. But in the event that Aaron Jones gets injured, that value only occurs in an instance like right now. It will immediately revert back to being a committee. And you're relying on him in a offense that could be without Devontae Adams. It could be without Aaron Jones. That offense could be Detroit Lions bad. I mean, maybe not that bad because they're not the Lions. But I don't know. I, I, I don't see a situation where A.J. Dillon is a good asset to own unless you are trying to win a championship and you could throw him into one of multiple flex spots or something. So if you disagree with that, by all means, I know he's young and I know he's shown some good things. The problem is Aaron Jones is under contract. And Aaron Jones is a touchdown machine, and he's shown that he's one of the elite running backs in the NFL, and he's going to be there. And A.J. Dillon is not a person that was a first-round draft pick, so he's not going to have the fifth-year option. So you've got next year and the year after, and Aaron Jones is under contract the whole time. I don't know. I just I don't see it as a profitable play. He seems like a person that you flip in the short term for profit and that's that's sort of the best you can hope for him in my opinion through 10 weeks it took aaron jones getting injured for aj Dillon to out snap aaron jones on sunday was the first time aaron jones played 34 snaps 46 percent snap share aj Dillon played 36 or a 49 percent snap share uh, on the year of 646 total snaps aj Dylan has played 230, Aaron Jones 460. So almost a two to one ratio of snaps. I, I, I don't have touch uh, percentage readily available, but I, I think the, the part that you nailed is the contract. You know, he's going to be there at least two more years based off of his cap. Now, I, I, I will say this I think both are fine to own. But I can't fault you. Now, in a one QB league, I'll tell you, I'll just put a little context behind it. I'm not going to be afraid to keep AJ Dillon in a one QB league because in a super flex tight end premium league, it forces more quarterbacks, it forces more tight ends into the first round of your rookie draft. So maybe more running backs will fall to you. Uh, but in a one QB league, I believe I have to hang on to AJ Dillon. Uh, we've seen more than than one thunder and lightning combination in the NFL work. Uh, up until the calf injury with Kareem Hunt, we saw it working in Cleveland with Chubb and Hunt. Uh, I've been of the mindset, even though uh, Travis Etienne didn't play, I was expecting a similar type deal with James Robinson and Etienne. So I do believe there is a world where both of these guys can ball. Uh, I just think it, it basically neuters both of them to be in a... RB 12 to 18 next year and in 2023. So if I can get a first plus, if I, if I could get the aforementioned Corderell Patterson and a future first for AJ Dillon, I'm not going to impact my chances to win now. And I'm not going to impact my chances to win um, a championship because Aaron Jones is hurt. I, I'm going to explore that. I'm going to explore that because you probably paid what? In a, in a one QB, you may have play, paid a really late first, but I can tell you in Superflex, maybe. You, you maybe, maybe I didn't pull that DLF rookie data, but you know you, you can get a nice cash out if you want to get out. 
Is there a veteran you would trade straight up for AJ Brown before we before we get going? Uh, AJ Dillon. I mean, I would trade a lot of them. So here's the thing: like, I would, I would, I want to sell him. I, but I would also hold him in a lot of situations. I, I'm just not going to acquire AJ Dillon. I think that's my biggest argument for him. I, I at right so now, you're there's you're such cool. a short term window for him to have an increased value. Trying to trade for him right now, I just don't think is a good situation. So you're buying high. I mean, it, the, yeah, the problem is you're not gonna. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. That's my problem. Like, even if I'm a contender, I think, you know, I'm already a contender. I don't need to piss value down the drain to get A.J. Dillon for three weeks or something. But, for an older asset, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I would definitely flip some of them for, for A.J. Dillon. What do you think you have to add to Dillon to get Mixon? Um, see, like, I'm a person that values Joe Mixon a lot, lot higher than A.J. Dillon. So... I might be a bad person to ask, but like, like a, like a first, like, where are you at? I, I, I would, you know, if I'm moving AJ Dillon, I would have to be not contending and I would have to be not contending in the next year or two. Like I said, RB twos right now, man, they're not easy to find. They are not easy to get your mitts on right now. And like if, if, sorry to interrupt. You're like good. If you're, you're going to, you know, like let's say you are you do have a crap roster. I think your best bet to trade AJ Dillon for a profit is to a non-contending roster that maybe likes him. Maybe you trade AJ Dillon in a first or somebody and get someone that's semi-young, at least maybe under contract for a couple more years. Someone like Joe Mixon, then I could see it. What, could okay, see it. what do you have to add to get my boo, my rookie boo? What do you have to add to AJ Dillon to get Javante Williams? Not set the world on fire, but we've seen flashes. I think he's had three touchdowns called back already. That's kind of helping keeping the price low. Melvin Gordon has played above our, I won't say well, but I'll say above our expectations, and he stayed healthy, which has continued to suppress the value of Javante. Do you have to add to get Williams over Dylan? I, I would say so, just because the people that have Javante Williams, like you, love Javante Williams. So that's the only reason why I would say it. All right. It hurts me to say, Jerry, that's a good point, but that's a, that's a very, very fair point. I, th- I think if, if you have him, you're entertaining offers, but you're not giving him away. Yeah. And if you don't have him, now might be the worst time ever to make an offer because the, the prices are going to be higher than draft nuts. So let's, let's not – I've never been a big fan of buying high. All right. I mean, like high, like Snoop Dogg in a helicopter with Joe Rogan high. Yeah. That high, 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 super high. All right. Speaking of high, this next guy's coming off of career highs in yardage, touchdowns in a game, and carries. And uh, it's Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, he filled in for his fellow, also concussed. Now, Stevenson got the go-ahead from the independent medical examiner, whereas Damian Harris did not. And, Jerry, you had to have been impressed. He's not a fast guy, but forget again, forget redraft. It's redraft season. What are you doing with Stevenson in Dynasty? I am going to buy him eventually. I don't think the time is right now. I think I'm waiting until Damian Harris comes back because I do think there is an opportunity that he, I mean, he played well. There's nothing, I mean, 
we were doing the Sunday show. I asked if I should put Ramondre Stevenson in my lineup. I didn't listen, and I didn't put him in. So that's just great. He had, what, 24 points or something. But, um, you know, Damian Harris is on his last year of his contract next year, doesn't have the fifth-year option, so they would then have to sign him to a long-term deal. Why do that when you have Ramon J. Stevenson, who just showed that he can he can play in the league, and you'll have him under contract for three years? So I think there is an opportunity next year for Ramon J. Stevenson to be the guy. Um, so if I am going to acquire him, I am not going to do it while he is the guy. I am going to wait until Damian Harris comes back, and that situation gets muddied. It's a it's a more of a long term play. I don't necessarily think he's going to be a league winner in the in the sense that AJ Dillon is this year for you, but he can be a long term help. So, yes, I would like to buy Ramondre Stevenson. He's not my favorite prospect in the world. He's not my favorite running back in the world. But I do see a situation where his value is increased. Um, he might actually be sort of a trendy draft pick going into next year's start of season two. I would not be surprised by that at all. So in time. He's going to be my type of guy, that guy that, you know, I always like, the running back that gets disrespected. Uh, I I am going to steer into selling Ramondre Stevenson. Does not have a a great draft profile. And while you were giving such an eloquent, well-spoken word on Mr. Stevenson, I did a a couple of uh, spot checks of where he went in some rookie drafts. So uh, in the Ultimate Dynasty Podcasters League with our boys Izzy of the DTC and Rich of the Nerds and you know Tyler of the DHH, this uh, gentleman went 212. It's a Superflex tight end premium, so he went right at the 212. Then I checked one that you and I are in together with JD and Dan of the Goat District, Theo of Roto Underworld, and he went at the 404. Slipped through some cracks and went pretty pretty cheap. So here's the thing: I, I've, I've spotted. So let's let's hedge. Let's split the difference. Four oh four and one, two twelve in the other. Let's say you invested a mid third in yep. Ramondre Stevenson. Which is fair. If, if you can get a first out of him, which it sounds crazy. Oh yeah, I but, agree. But the, now's the time. Now's the time to send that offer. You you uh, you package Ramondre Stevenson with a third. And you just send it for any contender looking for running back helps first. I think that, I, I think that's a good strategy. So I am of I am of the belief that people are better than that and they won't do that. But in the effort that you can pull that off, I do see a scenario where a contender would be intrigued to do something like that. Uh, I will did, give you did, credit. You're not did, you're not terrible at this game. Did, did, did anybody get hurt? This I mean, again, you just can't go. You can't cold call with just Ramondre. Because no. here's the thing, we have seen many, does the name Noah Gray ring a bell? We've seen many a New England running back emerge from the darkness. Mike Gillespie, Gilles, Gillesley, Mike Gillesley. Oh, we, we have seen many a New England running back creep up from the bog, capture our attention as dynasty and fantasy gamers to only have fellow GMs way overpay for that running back and then have that creature sucked back into the lagoon by Uncle Bill Belichick. You know, when it comes to the running back in New England uh, with Uncle Bill, just when we think we have all the answers, Uncle Bill changes all the questions. That's how it works. So I'm not overcommitting, but that does not mean that a league mate will not. 
You know, someone could be pre, you guys could have deep starting requirements in your league, and you know now is the time to strike. Glory gets people obsessive. Like they see, will, they will overpay for championships. You know how many times, and I, I've, this has been one of my bigger points of contention the entire fantasy slash dynasty season. How many times uh, have you seen that AJ Brown is? The RB1. I'm sorry, is the wide receiver one? Oh, wait a minute. He went one for 16. He's not the wide receiver one. So so last week, Justin, so Jamar Chase was on by. So he can't be the wide receiver one in Dynasty. And A.J. Brown was, but he went one for 16. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Justin Jefferson had nine for one. For, oh, but, but, but wait. C.D. Lamb had two tutties. D- D.K. Metcalf got thrown out of the game, so he had like three catches. So he could, man, I don't know what to do. This is the world we live in, and it should not be this way in Dynasty. So this way, you can go out and you can find somebody, because there's going to be someone in some leagues with that mindset, that the thing they most saw recently is the truth, and that's where you can capitalize and make long-term. Because I'm not even con- convinced that Damian Harris doesn't come back and you know take an 80% touch share. Very possible. I, I wouldn't be surprised either. Wouldn't be stunned for one bit. Um, Bolden's going to be continued to be involved. So from a dynasty standpoint, if you got him in redraft or you're a contender, roll, roll. I, I, I mean, I mean, but I I'm, I'm shopping where, where you could, you could shop him in redraft too. I'm, I'm cold calling. Heck yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm shopping him in redraft. See, like if you, if you could profit like that to that extent, oh, absolutely. See, look at that. Save it. You, you censored swears, you, YouTube. You, you censored yourself. I couldn't be more proud all right, how about this guy? This guy right here uh, was having a couple of nice games. His teammate Jerry Judy was out. What are you doing with Cortland Sutton, Jerry? Oh, in Dynasty, Jerry. That's the name of the show. What are you doing you with Cortland Sutton in a Dynasty League? Like, I have so many shares of Cortland Sutton throughout all of my rosters. And it, it, and it makes my roster look sexy, right? Like, how, how often do we talk about the roster that looks sexy in the offseason that doesn't perform? And Cortland Sutton is exactly the epitome of that. So it's tough because he's good, right? And you hope that somebody goes there that's Aaron Rodgers or, you know, Deshaun Watson or something. But that's ifs and buts are candy and nuts, then it's Christmas all year long. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping for different situations like that. Currently, what I know currently about the Denver Broncos in that passing situation think I want to move on from Cortland Sutton if I can. I think I would like to try and get a first. I think I would like to pair him with my first to try and get a nice young elite wide receiver if I can. I just, I I don't know what to do with that situation. And that makes me not want to do it, right? Like if, if I'm playing poker and I don't know what the dude's got and I'm facing an all in and I got to call him for all of my money, if I don't know what he's got or have a good idea of what he's got, I don't have a good read on the situation. I shouldn't call it, regardless of what my cards are. So I, I think in the, in the same strategy as poker, I'm just going to muck my hand on Cortland Sutton, and I'm going to try and just wait for the next hand. A nice, young, pretty, sexier hand, if you will. Maybe one that scores more touchdowns and doesn't have to deal with Teddy Two Gloves. Well, and, and, and that's what I, I'm, I'm pulling up right now. Is I'm, I'm looking at his, at his contract. I believe 
if memory serves me correctly, this gentleman will be a free agent in the offseason. And he's the kind of guy, going to be a big, big wide receiver. Yes, he is an unrestricted free agent. I can't see Denver slapping the, what is it, like, it's going to be between, like, 18 no. and $20 million franchise tag. So Absolutely he's going to go not. out. So here's Jerry. So this is where I'm going to zig where you're zagging. Okay, well. All right? it, it, I, I, th- th- see, this, this is the move. This, th- this is the, so here's the thing. You know what? It, it's out there. It's narrative-based. At Cortland Sutton, he just can't play with – he just can't play with Jerry Judy and blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Before Jerry Judy come back, he had 25 points and 23.4. And then Jerry Judy come back, and it was 11.8 and 6 and 3. Cool. What do you want for him? We'll throw him in this trade. Let yes, please. Let me have let me have the twenty was he I'm waiting for his uh, bio page to pull back up. Let me have the twenty five, twenty year old wide receiver getting ready to hit the open market where he can yes, he's twenty six and six days. Recently had a birthday. Happy birthday, Cortland. We know you listen. But recently had a birthday. He's gonna be going into like his super powers. You know, he would be a great, a great addition to a lot of teams. Now, my the scary part is he may choose poorly. He may choose a team with a poor quarterback. But but let me ask you this. Could he find a worse quarterback? Not that Teddy Two Gloves isn't meh, but he's meh. You know, I think the reason why Teddy Two Gloves stopped throwing touchdowns is at 14. He eats a lot <laughs> like uh, Cinderella. He knows he knows yeah. he knows he's getting ready to turn back into a pumpkin. He's at the limit. 15's his career high. I mean, I don't know that, that, that he can't surpass, like, and get 16, but that's a total petty move. So if Cortland chooses, Jerry, where do you think would be a good spot for him? Uh, a, a good spot. Like, I, I, I think he's the ideal running mate for a guy like J- Devonta Smith. It's not going to be Jalen Rager. Get him out of here. That that dude's a bum. Um but but where do you think would be a good spot, a good landing spot? Like if if it, could he wind up in Houston? Big free agent acquisition for like a rookie or a new quarterback there. I listen. I would love it. And honestly, I'm going to say this. I thought he had one more year under his contract. Now that I know he's an impending free agent, this is why you're the professional and I'm the half-ass host. I think I'm with you. I think acquiring Cortland Sutton is the move. Because he could, he, even if he goes to a crap situation, right, he's going to go to a crap situation where he can be the guy. So he's going to get funneled everything. So the worst situation that you can think of is not all of that bad of a situation. Like this isn't Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets where every defense is just going to stop him. You know, all he has to do is catch a touchdown, which is, you know, good enough for Cortland Sutton. So I, I think acquiring Cortland Sutton, you switched me, Randy. Look at this guy. You're a true lawyer. You missed your true calling in life. Well, we're just, again, we're, fishbowl. Always think fishbowl. If you're, it, it's nothing against the, the listener, but if your natural inclination is, is ew, gross, sell him, get, get him out of here, then you know what? So is your league mate's. And I'm looking at, at teams with cap space. What about Cortland Sutton as an addition for Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville? Love it. Love it. Love every second of it. Because I love it for Trevor Lawrence, too. Because Trevor Lawrence needs somebody there. Sorry, Lavishnall. Sorry, DJ Chark. But, like, but, 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 but you're dudes. I think, I, think you, I think you let Chark go. 
And then oh, you yeah. could you, you you could pair him up with. Think about this as a starting offense in in Jacksonville because you have the free you have the the money. They're going to have a hundred and uh, sorry fifty seven million under the cap. So you sign Cortland Sutton. You still have Lavisca Chenault going into year three. Then uh, our boy Mike in the chat said maybe to Atlanta. They're going to need a wide That's receiver, especially. Uh, you know, but, but you would have you would have Dan Arnold, who's had a, you know a good run of it. You would have Visca, you would have Sutton as your true alpha, Robinson, a Swiss Army knife at ET, and be a nice spot. There's a lot of spots Cortland Sutton could land in 2022. And guess what happens when he does to his value, Jerry? It goes up. It goes up. Always think about it. It's like if, if you think he's gross, you're probably right. But that don't mean he'll be gross in March. It's true. And, and, and you can get a deal. All right, Jerry, I'm ready for the coup de gras, the final one, because my feelings on this on this guy uh, ha, have been no secret. It is Jalen Hurts. It, it, it is Jalen Hurts. And, it's, it, and you know what? I, I see what I see, but what I fear, this is my – because you know what? I thought all along this guy was a shoe-in. A shoe-in to be replaced with all these draft picks. Um, but I don't love this quarterback class. But my fear, it's it, its just my irrational, Ill, illog- uh, not logical fear, is that Jeffrey Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, does not like looking up at the backsides of Dak Prescott and Jerry Jones. And as fun as Jalen Hurts has been, as serviceable as Jalen Hurts has, has been, do you think that he is the guy that's going to help you beat Dallas on a week in, week out, week out basis in the NFC East? And I don't think that that Jeffrey Lurie or um, Howie Roseman, the GM, feel that way. They have three firsts. Um, this was my bold prediction. Maybe three or four weeks ago, I put on Twitter that it was a bold prediction, sure to go wrong, but. What's going to stop Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie from sending three firsts, maybe four, to it's no it's no secret that Russell Wilson is very unhappy in Seattle. Seattle needs to blow that thing up and start retooling. They have no draft picks. Who's who's to say that Russell wouldn't go to Philadelphia for four firsts? Maybe if you get lucky as a Jalen Hurts GM, it's three firsts and Jalen Hurts. I don't know, man. That's what make because all the guys Mike Mike Lombardi who was a, a a GM in the league, Mark Schlereth who was a, a player in the league, Dave Wanstat who was a coach in the league, and you can say what you want about these guys and how they never all of those guys oh I have Super Bowls at various levels. John Middlecoff was a scout with the Eagles with Andy Reid, and I continue to hear these guys say that he's a backup level quarterback. He could be the best backup in the league. That's what makes me nervous. Jerry, let me recoup, recal- recalibrate, and re- uh, reconvene while you talk about Jalen Hurts. Because I want to believe. I'm starting to see, but I just don't think they do. I I don't know. He's he's that weird situation where if you watch him play, it just looks gross. But then every time you look at his fantasy points, he's got 20 points and it's halftime. You know what's weird is that they've won, I believe, two of their last three games, and he has not cracked twenty basic ESPN points. So yeah. the teams, the teams doing better. They won. They beat the Lions, and then they beat the Broncos. But he scores like eighteen and like twelve well, like, fantasy and, points. And, and, and you actually want that, him to lose. Yeah, 
Like, how how good are the Cowboys and the Broncos, though? Like, I know the Broncos just embarrassed the Cowboys in what was one of the weirdest games of the season. But the rest of their wins are like the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars or something. Like, that's not a good football team either. See, that was my problem is the last time the Eagles played the Cowboys on Monday Night Football, nonetheless. They lost by 20. They they, they pantsed them. Now, Hurts had a great fantasy game. Yeah. But but do I mean you have that billionaire mindset. If you're a billionaire, do you like being having your team be embarrassed, your quarter make, quarterback make bad throws and he's going to get this chance again. You know they have a second game with the Cowboys. I don't know. Um cuz we we part of being a dynasty gamer is taking into account what you think the front office will do with these guys. So So like so I, I'm still of the the reasoning that I don't I don't want him long term. He's not gonna be my guy. But when should I sell him, Randy? That is the that is a better question for me. The the next big game. I th- I think the See, next big I, So they've got New Orleans, they've got the Giants, and then they've got the Jets coming up. Like I, I depends on your league's beasting. trading deadline if you have I one. I see him beasting in all of those games. I, I'm looking to to move into a safer Asset. Absolutely. Can I, can I move? Can, can I get to Joe Burrow? Can I? I, I mean, so because people think continue to think that he's going to get a chance, and, and and maybe he does get another year in Philadelphia. Maybe he does. So I, I, I could see it. it's just tough because because of the first. I mean, it's the same stuff we've been saying all year, right? I I don't think that's changed for me. Um, they're still a four and six football team. Uh, they do have the chance against the Giants and the Jets and stuff. So, I mean, I, I could see them getting to six, seven wins maybe. But they're still going to have earlier first. And there's going to be a lot of opportunities to trade for quarterbacks. So, I don't know. And 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 let's say, let's say that he does get a chance. Do you see Jalen Hurts taking the leap to get that team to the playoffs? It, like know, next the, year? The, I don't. You know, right now the there's like a, a five and five team. I think the Panthers are five and five, which Philadelphia has the tie break over. Philadelphia is four and six. They have the tie break over. I mean, yeah, they still have like what two games against Washington. Yeah. You know, a game. I mean, like all of their division games are coming up. Those are all extremely winnable. For the hell, I don't know. I don't know. I, I would like to be trading, especially in a superflex. I'd like to be trading in a much more stable. A much more stable security. Like I said, if I could get to a Joe Burrow, um, let me hit you. Like uh, let me hit you with some names from a dynasty standpoint. Forget redraft. Redraft is what it is. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts and just take my chances. But again, yeah, his absolutely. last three games: eleven point two, sixteen point seven, eighteen point four. Your boy. I'm going to pick everybody. What do you get on top of Kirk Cousins if you move? So you get Kirk Cousins and what if you move Jalen Hurts? Are you going to get a first? I mean, he's what thirty two, thirty three, maybe. Man, I, th- I think you sh- I think you- I think you should get something. I'll get I'll give you Jalen Hurts in a second for Kirk Cousins in a first because we all make fun of Kirk Cousins because he's Kirk freaking Cousins. But here's the thing: he's QB nine on the season, and he's already had his buy. QB nine already had his buy. So. You know, some of the guys ahead of him, like Matthew Stafford, is just now getting ready to go on by, and Cousins will probably either pull even or damn close. Uh, you know, th- there there's value there. there, There is value there, and people don't like Kirk Cousins. And Jalen Hurts is probably, unless you drafted him in a startup this summer, he's probably your QB too. You, could, you know, we know Kirk Cousins is going to be in Minnesota next year. 
He's due forty-two million dollars if he's cut. It's to the salary cap. You're not doing that. No. They're probably going to have to extend him to get that cap number down. I feel like Kirk Cousins is is a safe two to three year asset. Maybe he lacks a sexy upside, but you know, on the season, Jalen Hurts averages twenty-one point seven. Kirk Cousins nineteen point seven. So you're foregoing two points per game, but you're you're getting a little bit more stability. So, um, Jerry, those were four guys that I did not know what to do with. But you know what I do know what to do with? Our patron. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. A little secret, a little peek behind the curtain here. The minute Jerry and I finish this stream, we're going to start a new stream where we're going to record only. You can't see that unless you're a Patreon. And, Jerry, you you see this notebook right here? Right here? I have got got three pages, three pages of patron questions that you and I are going to cycle through tonight that they ask, they want to know. Um, some of them want to know about your beautiful haircut. And if you <laughs> want to know, if you want to know what's going on over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty Warzone, come on over five bucks a month. One of the, the best values. We always talk about volume and value. One the, we do a podcast, an additional podcast for the patrons only every single week. Uh, I'll put the group chat up against any, and I'm going to make you an offer that might get you a free month of the Patreon. But if you're just like, you know what, screw it. I'm tired of a, I'm tired of a boring league chat where no one ever talks. I want to be able to uh, interact with other hardcore Dynasty gamers. That's what we do. Literally every day between 50 and 100 messages if you like interacting. On the weekends, you know, when everybody's busy, you got family stuff and you're watching games. We're talking about like, you know, cooking, food. We've spiraled off into a rookie group chat and a gambling group chat, and it's just a lot for not a huge investment on your part. So, Jerry, where should they head right now? They should head to patreon.com backslash, what is it, backslash, forward slash? Forward slash, Jerry, slash? Jesus. Forward Christ. slash. <laughs> Nobody said I was good at this. Mm. Listen, I don't know what the difference is in a forward slash or a backslash anyway. It's fine. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the one that on the left Listen, hand side starts on the bottom, you to a bottom left. That says... Acquire this domain, and if you go to that one, do the other slash. Yeah, it, it, it's forward slash forward slash Dynasty Warzone Patreon dot com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Check it out, and uh, we'll we'll hit that up again here in just a second. All right, Jerry, give us a quick player to acquire, and and, and give us some context. You say I'm acquiring this person if. Okay, first thing, David Donaldson, you're a forward slash. Uh, second thing, uh, he's in the chat giving me some stuff. A Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Um, I am acquiring Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Funny, right? Ooh, because everybody, everybody hates spicy. him. And he's been hurt. Um, Daryl Williams has been pretty good. Here's the thing uh, first round draft capital. They are still going to be, they're still in that window of winning a Super Bowl. I don't care how bad Patrick Mahomes looked for a two or three week period. Um, they're, they have the option because he was a first round pick to do the fifth year option. And I don't know if you heard this, but they gave Patrick Mahomes a half a billion dollars. So they need, that's with a B with a B they need as many cheap assets as they can have. I don't know. I just, I I think it's an easy acquisition. What are, what are the chiefs going to do? Are they going to draft someone in a presumably weak rookie running back class this year they're going to draft someone in the first second or third round 
I don't. I, I, that I don't see very... how with, with the, they have other pressing needs at other skill positions and the defense. And they, they, they continue to trade away picks. I know they traded for uh, Melvin Ingram, the defensive end from Pittsburgh. So they're not afraid to mix it up with their, uh, their draft selections. So what makes me think they're going to bring in a monumental replacement to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? I just, I don't see it happening. Uh, so he's still going to be the guy on an Andy Reid offense with a Patrick Mahomes led quarterback team. I, I think he's easy. And the, he has never in his entire career been cheaper. Um, and if he's on a contender, even better because he's not helping them win. Now he, he is coming back. So you would have to do it quick. Yeah. It he's he's eligible to return. Yeah, Jerry, I, but, I, I, I hate to support you, but you're right. I try. You're, you're right. And the reason why you're right, Clyde Edwards, Alaire prior to, the injury game where he got hurt against the Bills. Uh, he had had two 100-yard games rushing in, in back-to-back games. He's going to be more involved. Uh, you can't count on 10 Daryl Williams touchdowns every single week going forward. It, it happens. It absolutely happens. Um, you know, my guy... I'm, you know, I, I'm of a, a lot of, of, of guys. Let me just tell you about a guy. I'll tell you about a trade. I don't necessarily have a guy, but I'll tell you about a trade that I did today. Okay. And it involves some of your absolute favorite players. So I acquired, so I'm going to make my acquire guy, Justin Jefferson. And I got him straight up for DeAndre Swift. Now let okay. me give let me give you some of the context. Again, this is the ultimate dynasty I don't need podcast. Context for that—that's easy the, for me. The, but um, well, in this league, um, I had Austin Eckler, Leonard Fournette, James Robinson. I'm drawing a blank. I had a fourth running back, and uh, I also had DeAndre Swift. So I had five really. Oh, I have Corderell Patterson, who okay. I've been you know using a little bit. But in this league, the starting requirements require me to have three wide receivers. Well, my wide receivers have not been good, Jerry. I know I'm in first place in this league, in spite of all of it, humble brag, to- total humble brag, but my wide receivers have been Robbie Anderson, Stephon Diggs, Kenny Galladay, Deontay Harris, T.Y. Hilton, Cooper Cup, and Devontae Parker. So Cooper Cup has been carrying me to glory. Yeah. Stephon Diggs has He's been not okay. Che- has he finally been, scored. He finally has scored. Been, has been chipping in. Uh, come off of a monster. It's great when you have two wide receivers in week yeah. 10 give you over 50 points between the two of them. But now I'm adding the crown jewel. Because you know what? This is a dynasty roster. And right now, from a points production standpoint, Justin Jefferson can be my wide receiver two. My long-term solution as my wide receiver one. Cooper Cup is giving me all the production. His cup runneth over with production. And does that move Stephon Diggs, last year's wide receiver one overall, does that move him to my wide receiver three? Yeah, I do take a step back. My starting three wide res- uh, running backs will be James Robinson, Eckler, and then I'll pick between matchups with uh, Fournette and Patterson. Oh, shucks. Shucks. So I-, I was really excited to get that game. And, and you know what? It was a very simple trade. The other GM, a good friend of the show, just a, just a good friend, period, Shane Manella of Dynasty Trades HQ, the DLF, and uh, Dynasty Trades in 5 Minutes, I think is the name of it, with our buddy Clay. 
Um, it was him who I made the trade with. You know, he had C.D. Lamb, he had Marquise Brown, he had Justin Jefferson. He had all of Jerry's favorites. Oh, those are all my favorites. And, but, but his running backs were a steamy pile of dog shit. Uh-huh. So, so, so that was a trade that we made. That was a trade that serviced both of us. And uh, Jerry, what do you think about me acquiring Justin Jefferson on a contender uh, and the price I paid? I, I think that's a great price. But I will always, always, always pay a running back to get an elite wide receiver in the top tier. One of those top five guys, if I can trade any running back that plays the game for any of those five wide receivers, I would do it in an instant. Um, it's just what, a long, it, better play. It's just a long-term better play. I, we I can argue until I'm red in the face about that. I understand why somebody would want a running back if they have a bad situation and he has great wide receivers like that. Get it. I think it's a short-term play, but if he can get you some money, get yourself some money. I ain't mad at you. I am always happy about getting Justin Jefferson, especially if I don't got to give up extra picks. I don't got to give up one for one. It was just a sweet one for one deal. I helped both and of listen, us. Listen, DeAndre Swift is a dog. Like that Love is a him. man, and he is going to get an ungodly amount of of carries, especially if Jared Goff continues to be the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. It, he 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 is in a prime situation to win a lot of leagues and get thirty touches. But I mean, Justin Jefferson's that dude. I mean, I I love that trade. That's easy. I'm so effing proud of you. See, I, my, my, my 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 first significant no, because for me, if if you were a patron over at Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone, you would know that I've already got DeAndre Swift in my top three of running backs for a startup in 2022. Uh, spoiler alert: I'll give you the top three. For me, it's Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift. Some people might argue Swift over I don't care. That's my big three. And if you listen to this show for any length of time, you know Justin Jefferson's one of my top five wide receivers. Uh, I needed the wide receiver more than I needed the running back based on the league scoring format. And I still have my 2022 first. So maybe with this being a Superflex tight end premium league, I can go back and maybe add a rookie running back with that first. So all in all... All, all in all, man, I'm, I'm I'm hoping to get Kenny Walker. I don't know that he lasts that long. All right, Jerry, no. real quick, who are you selling? Who Who's a guy you're looking to sell? So this one was tough. So like I said, originally I went with A.J. Dillon, but then we talked about A.J. Dillon. So I'm just going to talk about a guy that's a little disappointing. Um, still good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, if you think I'm crazy for this, I understand. He just he had second and third round startup value, and I do not think he has returned it. And it's Antonio Gibson. So we heard about this guy was a wide receiver in college and he was going to do great wide, you know, in the catch game. He was going to be a great pass catcher. Haven't really seen it. Like we've seen a bunch of like 15 yard receiving games, you know, 12 carries, 14 carries. He's he's not cracking a hundred yards. He's just not getting enough work. And I say this on the eve of him or not the eve, but whatever, just post a two touchdown game. The, the, the precipice. Oh, that's yeah. that, that that that's yeah, on the see, verge. Yeah, that's the of, same thing. You're you're, no, you're yeah, a, a moron too. But uh, I was just being a thesaurus for your already bad words. <laughs> yes, but so he's on the tough. heels. He's on the heels of a really good game. He's finishing yeah. up a really good game. Yeah. So you know, in general, he hasn't been the touchdown guy. That offense has not been prolific. He hasn't gotten a giant workload, and that sort of foundation that you like to see with an elite asset 
you know, as a pass catching running back, he hasn't really gotten that either. Now he has the profile to do it, but so does Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and we haven't seen that either. So I don't know. I just I feel like you can still trade Antonio Gibson for a lot, especially following a two touchdown game. I don't know. It, it it's tough because I understand, like I said, if I am way overreaching on this, he just he doesn't seem like he's gonna be that guy. He seems like he's gonna be the guy that I'm complaining about him on Facebook or something in eight years, you know, you have your memories pop up and I'm like, who the hell was Antonio Gibson? Like I had this recently for uh Ryan Terrain, another Washington running back, and I was like, Who the hell is Ryan Terrain? And I had to Google it, but apparently he lost me a matchup a couple years ago. So apparently you're still bitter. Yes, absolutely. Maybe I'm just gunning after Washington running backs. I'm going to give you a guy to get rid of right now because he's not long for – well, hopefully he has a long and healthy life, but he's not long for NFL starter world, and that's Tyler Henneke. Coming off of a decent game, who am I targeting? The Big Ben owner, the uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Sam Darnold, anybody – Teddy Bridgewater who's on by this week. I'm looking for those guys. I'll, I'll take any second. You probably got this guy off of a waiver wire or in a super flex league. You got him, you know, really late in your startup, or you spent some fab on him when Ryan Fitzmagic went down. Now that Fitzmagic's been ruled out for the rest of the season, what are you selling? You're selling a QB that you're going to be able to uh, tell that, you know, again, the Big Ben owner, maybe. Maybe he's been leaning or she's been leaning on Big Ben as their two or part of a road. Just, just get out. Even if it leaves you with only two QBs, who cares? He's going right back to pumpkin status the minute the season's over. You know, I, I will tell you for sure who's going to be in the QB market this offseason. It's going to be Washington. They're watching all of that first-round draft capital on their defense go up in flames because they don't have solid quarterback production. So Tyler Henneke, although he's been a nice story, he's been fun, Get out while the getting's good, Jerry. And uh, we're going to get out while the getting's good because we're going to go cut a Patreon-exclusive podcast over where, Jerry? I'm going to give you one more crack at this. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. But to go back to Tyler Henneke, um, Dallas got me on a damn trade with him. I I have a, a very good team. I lost Sam Darnold. The good team is not around the quarterbacks. I think or I had Sam Darnold go down. Kyler Murray's been hurt. I think I have Deshaun Watson too. So I had nobody. Well, that's different. I think I'm I'm pretty yeah, that's but I'm pretty different. sure I paid a second. What about I, I don't David remember Blau? if it was a second or a third for Tyler Hineke. You paid a second uh, and a he, third. He, no, 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 no. I don't oh. remember if it was a se- or a third. Oh. I was like, um, did did, but, did you go full less Snead and pay Vaughn Miller <laughs> no, prices? No, but I think that was the second. I don't, I don't remember because I made another trial with. Uh, evil Kyle too, so because mm, 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 I, I need the quarterbacks, but that shows that that situation can emerge where a contender is super desperate and you can get a second like that. And for the record, David Donaldson, it should have been Blau time last week. For the record, he asked if it was Blau time yet in Detroit, and absolutely it should be time for Blau Blau Kung Plow way of the fist. Um, looking forward to seeing him. Maybe he can get T.J. Hawkins in the damn ball. Anyway, we're gonna once. get out of here. we're gonna get out of here, Jerry. Um, yep. But my buddy Matt over at Hate Brand Goods, you know, normally you hear me talk about the goat shorts, Jerry. I know you don't work out, although you've been trying. 
You've been staying bit. diligent. Um, they are a, uh, a athleisure, a fashion company as well. And they have flannel shirts dropping this Thursday, 3 p.m. Central. And they look pretty sweet. You know, if you want to be fashionable, flannel's very in right now, Jerry. I had new, I had two new employees start for me today. I was introducing them to our groups throughout the throughout the plant, and everybody was wearing flannel. I mean, it's like it's like a like a brisk 40, 45 here in Indiana. Oh yeah. If if you want to get a flannel, but you don't want like a Patagonia or like a North Face, but you still want to look good, go to Hate Brand Goods, the H V I I I dot com, Hate Brand Goods. And if you want to see what they look like, you can go to Instagram. It's H-V-I-I-I, Hate Brand Goods on Instagram. And you, you can check them out there. Also, they have the Halloween collection. They still have a few odds and ends left over from the Halloween collection. Those are 25% off. And the promo code Memphis still works on top of the 25% off. So head over to the HVIII.com. Take a look around. And if you see anything you like, use promo code Mem- Jerry. Maybe you can get a kick today in the dick coffee mug. Hey, there is nothing better than that coffee mug. It's kind of like That's what's what's product. Latin? What's Latin for seize the day? Carpe diem. Carpe diem, except it's kick today in the dick from a two-time world Highland Games champion, uh, Jerry. Five-star reviews. We've slacked on this. We've been slacking on asking. Um, we're up to 254 total, 220 on iTunes. This is the easiest, freest way to help the show. Literally, if you're listening to a podcast and you're not driving, please, if you made it this far, pretty please with sugar on top, hit pause, go into your Apple iTunes player or Spotify or whatever the function of your podcast and leave us a five star. We read them here on the air. It is the freest way along with supporting with us over on YouTube. Again, subscribing. We're going we're gonna to add that hyperlink for you. And doing those two things, it costs you nothing, $0.0. But it helps the show out tremendously. Jerry, would you agree? I would absolutely agree. If you don't do it, I'm going to start just reading books off this back shelf to just bore you, pretty, you to death. Pretty, no, I got no, some terrible ones. Now I'm going to put now I'm gonna put sugar on top. Pretty, pretty please with sugar on top and a cherry. In Hit Defense of there. the Republic by Cicero. Huh? You guys want that no, one? No, if no, you don't Jerry, want no, it. Jerry, no, no. Um, but, but I will say, if you send me a DM at DWZ Memphis or email to DynastyWarzone at gmail.com, you send me a picture of you supporting either of our sponsors, Hate Brand Goods or BetUS.com. Show us your receipt from either a deposit at BetUS or your receipt of purchase over at Hate Brand Goods, and I will get you Patreon access for one month. You can come into the group chat. You can see what it's all about. You're helping the show, and it will allow you to get something tangible to wear or a little action over at BetUS.com. You can check us out on social media, Dynasty Warzone on IG and Twitter. And uh, remember to rate, review, and subscribe everywhere. But Jerry, we have more podcasts to go cut. But in the meantime, and in between times, what are we doing here at the Dynasty War Zone? Here at the Dynasty War Zone, Randy, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. You heard the man. We'll see you back here real soon. Remember, next Tuesday, mega show, monster show, all the boys in one hangout. It's going to be a train wreck. You might want to subscribe so you don't miss out. Thank you so much. Hate brand goods. That's us.
you know, very, very proud of the brand and very proud of what we stand for, man. We stand for those who give a shit. We want to be with those who want to do more. And no matter what your pursuit is and whatever it is, as long as you're holding yourself to a higher standard and you're being accountable to what your goals are, we got your back. Hate brand goods, spread hate, always party. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak